0: Hey, everybody, it's Janella along with Samantha and Mo, and we are back with another episode of the Deeper Than Tech podcast where we talk about bagging that career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about creating content as someone who works in tech. Is this something that you should be doing to advance your career? So before we get into all of that, I want you guys to make sure you are subscribing to the Deeper Than Tech podcast, hitting those five-star reviews, and sharing with a friend or a coworker. So creating digital content is a cool way to showcase your skills, kind of, you know, get acclimated with your followers and things like that. And as someone who works in tech, the question is, you know, should you be doing that at the same time? But before we talk about that, like, what is digital content to you guys?
1: For me, I would say digital content is anything that you find online. So like social media, YouTube, ebooks. Webinars. Webinars. <laughs> right? Webinars. That's a good one. Courses. Anything you find online, I think, is digital content. NFTs? No. We keep saying NFTs because Janela has a couple NFTs in her background. If you're not watching the YouTube channel, make sure you go check it out and you can see them.
0: (laughs) I think we forget about what digital content is because we get so wrapped up on the hottest digital content, which right now is like TikTok and Reels, that we forget that like Just a simple picture or like you said, an ebook, anything like that. Like just having a website, like that's digital content. We forget about that.
1: Blogging, Twitter. Yes. All that digital content, putting yourself online in a consumable way for other people to digest is digital content
0: okay i was waiting to see if mo had something
2: oh i didn't have anything because you hit everything there's nothing else that i can think of that's digital content i mean it's even sometimes old school ways of doing a newsletter collecting email addresses and doing like a monthly Mm. newsletter that's digital content that we forget about and sometimes that's more important because once these platforms go down like tiktok and instagram you're gonna lose your funnel to your audience so i think some people forget about that old school way of making sure you still have contact with the people. That's
1: good. I even work for an email company, and I completely forgot. I know,
0: MailChimp. No, for real. Like, that is key. I mean, and when you think beyond that, you know, you have to get back to the email or even like the text blast because a lot of companies have that now. Mm -hmm. Oh,
2: yeah. The text, the community text. Those are like the new ones, like getting your phone
0: number and making sure that you keep in contact with them with the phone number. That is essential, though. Like, because if you are creating content, you want to, the main point is to build that fan base or those followers. So, like, just giving them a picture or a video.
2: Or keep in contact with them.
0: Yes. That's the important part. Oh God.
1: Because you can create content, but then the algorithm might not show it. But if you have the email, if you have the text message, you can like automatically send your content to your followers, which is awesome.
2: That is so true. Beat the algorithm. Beat the algorithm. That's literally
0: like the whole thing at this point. <laughs> Beat the algorithm. So what kind of digital content do you guys create? Uh well, the podcast. <laughs> we definitely do
1: that. Um, ding, 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 ding. Instagram, <laughs> sometimes Twitter, sometimes blogs like medium my own personal website youtube did i say that i used to do youtube as
0: well i feel like i'm trying to find my groove with focusing on the select mediums getting the most love from you know for like a better word so i have my podcast tech misfits i also have my youtube channel which is forever janella but I have just all of your normal social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, but as far as like creating content and what that looks like, as far as like monetizing and trying to make money, like I really want to focus mainly on the platforms that make that happen for me. And so it's hard trying to say like, okay, well, where and what am I doing? Like I'm actually in the process of trying to figure out like, okay, what do I want to focus on? Because Instagram is cool, but TikTok is where it's at and I'm not really
2: on TikTok. I heard. I heard that everybody's at TikTok right now. Yeah. And I guess my strategy is I really don't focus on making content. I just live life. And then when I feel like it, I might, you know, summarize it in a reel. Or I might post a story. Because I just don't want to get caught in that hype. Because I know it's so easy. It's a downward slide really fast to, like, your mental health issues. If you're following that algorithm. If you're trying to wonder why you're not getting likes. But if you're just living your life you a matter of fact, that is a real. They're saying like, "Uh, your life is content. Like, doing what you're doing is content, and just post it." If you try doing that, I think that's a better uh way of going about it. I'm just a minimalist, but I think I'm the one person with the least amount of followers. So don't listen to my advice. I don't have oh, good advice on, on social <laughs> media. <laughs>
0: No, I I totally get it. I think that we kind of talked about this before we live is, you know, I struggle with calling myself a content creator because I just want to live life. I want to be that minimalist. And I really at that at heart like i want to get my little tiny house and live and not like get on the internet but then but you know at times it's just like i have to step into myself and realize i am an extroverted girl i am a very like happy girl and not I, I do like to talk to people so i have to start owning like being a content creator or at least being an influencer you know what i mean because sometimes I don't want to live up to that title because i have my moments like mo like i don't want to do that
1: <laughs> imagine how many times you repeat the same advice to people like people are trying to break into tech, you're telling one person here, you're telling one person there. You can just put that on on video and share it to everybody. So now you don't have to have that multiple conversations at one time and you
0: could save yourself time as well. Exactly. So since we're talking about that, like the point of making content is to eventually make money. So what do you guys think about creating content and making money outside of your nine to five? I would love to make some extra money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just just saying. I, but I think it's also very hard to get to that. We're dependent on the platform that you're on to give us that source of income. So we have to figure out ways to like go outside that platform to maybe sell something or maybe get sponsorships.
2: See, I've never had that approach. I had the approach what I've used my social media for. It was uh, perks. So I've used it in the past to show people that I've been a speaker so they could pay for a round trip for me to speak at different conferences. When I first broke into tech, I used social media and my my Twitter account and my Instagram account and my website to my first employer. And they said, if you're that passionate that you're talking about it all the time, that you can show us these tutorials on the website and also on your uh, Instagram account, then we know that you can get into this job and you're going to do it because this is what you love to even share content about. You You love this job. You love anything with software engineering. So I used it for that and not necessarily so instagram can pay me or partnerships
1: i like that because a lot of times if it's between you're interviewing for a job it's between you and another candidate and you guys are like both technically solid they actually might go to your social media and see how active you
2: are in the community that will also help with their decision so and it's also helped me with nice tips on if i wanted to get another job or i met other people on tech that I can network with faster by using, um, especially Twitter was really big about that. Uh, maybe TikTok is bigger about it now, but back in the day, Twitter opened up so many doors for me. Yeah,
0: I would ha- definitely have to say that monetizing my content is the goal. Like Sam said, I just got to the point where I was a- that I'm able to monetize my YouTube. So
2: ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. congratulations.
0: Oh, I just um, I just kind of click the button to monetize the content that I've already got out. So we'll see how that goes. Y'all cross your fingers. So go I go follow that her.
2: Go yeah. follow it Misfit Tech on
0: YouTube. It's it's uh it's Forever Janella on YouTube. Oh, it's you a could, different name for YouTube. Or you can okay. look up the tech misfit. It's this it's the same as my Instagram. But I think that it can get overwhelming at some point. Like I envision, okay, if this does become you know a full-time job for me what that looks like I will enjoy it because I think I would have more you know time to just live my life and all I have to do is record it but that demand that 100k followers or that million subscribers would have me overwhelmed at some point so I'm trying to again align like my intention with it right so that I could feel connected to it and feel like okay this is natural it's it,
2: I'm not forcing it so how do you do that? Is that like you're consistently making a schedule that balances? Because right now you still have a full-time job. You're not a full-time content creator. So what's your schedule look like to balance those two worlds?
0: So I do have a content calendar now. So I dedicate Sundays and Mondays to the podcast. I may be recording an episode or I may be actually making the content to go on the Instagram. And then like Tuesdays and Saturdays, I dedicate to like my coaching calls or to my blog or my YouTube So I'm trying to stick with that and see how it goes so that I'm not overwhelmed. I make sure that I'm not overwhelmed, right? Like I make sure it plugs in when it needs to and that I'm not doing too much because your girl is not shy about saying, all right, y'all, I'm out. (laughs) Talk to y'all in two months. (laughs) And you should, you
1: should be able to just be like, I don't want to do this right now. I'll be back because people will still be there when you get back. So just don't put too much pressure on yourself to have to produce content and not take a break
0: cuz our mental health is way more important than our follower count so exactly so how do you guys feel about having a 9 to 5 or being in you know a corporate job and creating content like what do you think about sharing that type of stuff with your coworkers or like your manager like what does that look like for you i'm always so embarrassed to like show <laughs> people what i do
1: but you have to like it's like word of mouth and then they actually are the most supportive people. They always like ask me like, hey Sam, when are you going to put a new YouTube video out? I'm like, now I have all this pressure <laughs> to put a new YouTube video out.
2: But they're very supportive. I do share it with my coworkers. Well, I'm incognito. I don't know. I think they may see it, but nobody says anything to me. But then my coworkers, they're older than I am too. So they may not be on these social media platforms or checking me out, but I am cognizant of it. I am aware that there's a possibility that they're looking. So I make sure there is a balance. And if I'm working on a project, I'm not posting a lot of stuff on social media. They might be like, aren't you supposed to be working on this sprint? What's going on? I see you post like (laughs) 15 things. But a lot of times I am mindful, like if I am being stressed out by the job, that I'm not using social media as a venting tool because that's not going to be helpful for me or my my company. So I don't do that. But I I do put um, learning experiences that I have for my job that might be, I don't know, might be ideal or something recognizable to other people that are looking at my content.
0: Yeah. I think coming from radio and like having like my social media being my job and now having one that is not is really what kind of makes me feel a little fearful to share my content with everyone at work because I'm still trying to get used to like being myself in a corporate space so I have a few co-workers who like are some of my faves so they have everything they always like cheering me on and everybody's supportive at work but I'm still trying to like get the two down especially with LinkedIn like I heard recently that LinkedIn is getting real hot on like influencers in the corporate world or like you know professional influencers for jobs and things like that and it's just like I don't talk about anything crazy on my podcast or really like on my YouTube like I'm just myself but I still feel like if I posted that on LinkedIn like I got this like imposter syndrome (laughs) like what they gonna think? What they gonna say?
2: I don't know. Can you post a Misfit Weekend on LinkedIn?
0: Now that one I would not post that is not a (laughs) professional (laughs) video. (laughs) loved it (laughs) but you know what i am the queen of post and delete that is something that i did not delete yet that will be deleted because sometimes i just look at my aesthetic and i'm like okay that doesn't fit anymore like and i'll delete it so i know it's just my ocd like it's not about being like not myself it's just i'm like okay i'm over it but the good thing is you got it out there and that's what's
2: important a lot of people stop and they won't post anything but the the accounts that i've seen that have been most popular in tech so far are the ones that show the real side. They show the professional stuff and then they show lifestyle and what they're doing, having fun, just like everybody else. So I think people appreciate when you show things like that. Like you just finally enjoying your weekend after working so hard all week.
0: Exactly. And that's funny because my next vlog is a black girl in tech weekend. So <laughs> I'm I'm using the vlogs to kind of help me break the ice for myself. So I love a vlog right now. We'll I love see. watching the vlogs. Yes, yes. So yeah, did you guys have anything else you think about as far as like creating content and balancing the job?
1: I would say put yourself first. If you want to make content, try to do it before your job cuz like after you're done working, you to be like I'm too tired to do anything. So like maybe try to put the content first or maybe like Janella does, have certain days where you do it so you won't feel overwhelmed like having to constantly push out content. Yes. Figure out that digital calendar
0: for sure. Well, thanks, you guys, for listening to another episode of the Deeper Than Tech podcast. You already know what to do. Make sure you're hitting that five-star review, leaving a comment, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the good stuff in between. And until next time, bye.